everyone. Welcome to Behind the Monitor, the official podcast for information technology services at Syracuse University, better known as ITS. I'm your host, Jillian Follett. I might be an IT major, but there's definitely a lot I still don't know about technology. So let's take a step behind the monitor and learn a little bit more about some of the different ways that technology impacts us here at SU. For this week's episode, I sat down with Caitlin Sanders, a senior computer science major who founded the annual Cuse Hacks event here at SU during her freshman year. Cuse Hacks is a hackathon event, which, don't worry, isn't about literal hacking, but instead actually involves hundreds of people working in teams or on their own to create functioning applications or computer programs in only 24 hours. So let's hear a little bit more about Cuse Hacks itself and what inspired Caitlin to start up this event at SU. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Hi, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So you founded Cues Hacks here at SU. Um, so maybe you could kind of start by telling me a little bit more about what Cues Hacks is and like what it involves. Yeah. Um, so Cues Hacks is a 24-hour event uh, where students of teams of like two to four get together um, and use technology to solve a problem. Other than that, it's usually like an in-person event. This year's was Mm -hmm. virtual, Um, but when it's in person, we have a bunch of different companies that come. It's a free event, but we give snacks, meals, coffee, Um, like we have workshops, we have t-shirts, we have swag, like all of that for free (laughs) for the students that attend. Yeah. So like you said, this is normally like in person. So like, um, what was it like having to like transition it to a fully virtual format this year because of the pandemic? Yeah, we didn't really know what to expect. Um, We've been doing before we had like three in-person events. So we kind of like worked out all the kinks and we knew like us knew how to like run a fully smooth running event, but we weren't, we didn't really know what to expect. But um, I think the best thing that came out of it was uh, because it was virtual worldwide, people could join. um, And we had people from India and China and Australia and Canada, like all over the world. uh, People were able to collaborate with Syracuse University students, which was really cool. Yeah. And like in the past, have there ever been students like from outside of the Syracuse area or was it usually predominantly Syracuse students? Yeah, so we open it up to, we do open it up to everyone, obviously, like not people, people aren't really traveling worldwide to come to QSEX usually, but we do get a bunch of uh, students from RIT and uh, University at Buffalo and uh, schools like that do come and attend usually, which is fun. Yeah, and I know that this year, since it was like a worldwide event, there was like a greater number of people than there have been in the past too, right? Like, yeah, like we three had, times, four times the original amount. Yeah, we had record number of um, applicants, which was really, really cool to see. Um, And personally, like I was kind of bummed about not having a in-person Q's hacks for my Mm -hmm. senior year, but having it be so successful virtually was really, really cool and made it all worth it. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of going off that a little, I guess, I know you introduced Q's hacks like when you were a freshman, like you kind of like brought the whole idea to the school. So could you kind of talk about why you wanted to do that? Yeah. um, So senior year of high school, actually, um, I heard this story on the news. I don't know if you've heard it, but it's about a woman that called 911 and pretended to uh, order a pizza to alert them of like the domestic abuse situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So um, after hearing that, I thought something could be done with that. So I went to a hackathon, like I mentioned, senior year of high school. It was at RIT. um, It was all women's hackathon. It's called WIC Hacks. We 
five high school seniors and I went to WCAX and we actually created a Android application for uh, domestic violence support, but it was like fully disguised as a food delivery finder. So I'd use it for food delivery um, and like get their pizza or their whatever. But because abusers like look at people's phones, we wanted it to be disguised. So within the app, there was like features for people to like call 911 or uh, look for like incognito web browse for like different um, like help centers or things like that. So that's amazing. Like that's like exactly what people in that kind of situation need. So that's really cool that you were able to like build something that could help so many people. Yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know, hackathons and especially that one in general are like the reason I'm in computer science today. And oh, really? then I committed to Syracuse and I was really excited about the Syracuse hackathon. And I was like, Syracuse is a huge school. I can't wait to attend theirs. Um, <laughs> and I got here freshman year and there wasn't one. Um, uh-huh. So I joined AOE, which is the Women Technical Sorority, um, Uh like women passionate about STEM. And I was just joining and I mentioned that I like hackathons uh, or like attending hackathons. And someone was like, oh, so do I. I want to start creating one at Syracuse. And I was like, wait, no, same. (laughs) Um, So she became my grand big and her uh, four other seniors and me, who was a freshman at the time, decided to create Hughes Hacks freshman year. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, what did that kind of process like include, like the process of kind of like getting established here at SU? Yeah, so freshman year was a lot, um, a lot of like trying to build support from the College of Engineering and Computer Science, as well as like no one on Syracuse campus really knew about hackathons. So it's kind of building that culture around hackathons. When you hear the word hackathon, there's this kind of stigma that it's like, hacking into things and like you have to be a computer science major or whatever that might be which is yeah. really not the case yeah, I was gonna say like the word hack is kind of like has like a negative connotation so I didn't know if a lot of people right. would know what that meant yeah yeah and so we want to kind of change the culture around that um and open it up for everyone and make it more inclusive of every major just because you get so many better products when uh there's like multiple backgrounds and cultures put into the put into the product yeah, um, maybe going off of that, um, are there any like projects that people have made over the past few years that like really stood out for you? Yeah, there was a cool few ones. Um, I know last year we had QSEX in February when uh, like not many people knew about COVID, mm-hmm. but they um, created a, they used like IBM Watson because IBM was a company sponsoring. They used theirs to help uh, like track COVID and like uh, track people's symptoms and things, which was really cool. Another one was cool was um, they use Tinder in places that have internet protocols where people can't access certain websites or things like that. So they would um, help people that couldn't do that with a bot that through Tinder uh, actually um, to be able to access whatever websites that they want. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. This year's winner was um, really cool. It was a collaboration kind of like a word doc for creating music and composing music so mm-hmm. two people could be composing I, I think you saw it actually yeah, uh, no, I, yeah. Was the, I was at the closing ceremony so I got to see the demo it looked really yeah cool. yeah so they yeah. uh they were able to like compose music together uh online which is cool yeah no that looked amazing like how it was like in real time like both people could like see the changes being made like yeah I didn't, and I didn't totally understand the explanation of it but like, like, like this is so of it. Cool. yeah but especially in 24 hours um the, yeah. the fact that anything can get created is super cool and it like gives students a taste of like what they could do with no time constraint which is really cool too yeah like I don't know how 
these people are able to make any of these like projects in such a short amount of time. Like I can barely do anything in a day. Like I know. <laughs> it's hard yeah, to, like, no, it's really cool. Wake it's inspiring too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And it must have been like because I know like when it was in person, like people got to kind of like get in like their little groups and like it was in like the life sciences building, right? That's where it was usually held. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah, and so like it was, I feel like it kind of had like that sleepover vibe where everyone's like staying up late and like. Oh out, yeah, but people would bring blankets and pillows yeah. and kind of like <laughs> we had so much caffeine available so they could just yeah. continue throughout the day, which was really cool. Yeah, that must have been so fun. So like, since it's, now it's your senior year and you started this like your freshman year, like I know the number of participants has kind of like continuously grown over the past few years and like more and more people have been getting involved. How has it been for you to kind of like see that growth? Like what has it felt like to see something you like introduce growth into such a big thing? Yeah, no, it honestly is like, I don't even, I don't even know if I have the word for it. It's just like, I feel so humbled and honored to be able to bring something like that to Syracuse. And I hope it can like outlive my legacy here at Syracuse. I think one reason we wanted to create Innovate Orange, the kind of club and registered student organization that puts on QSACs is because mm-hmm. we kind of wanted it to outlast the four years that I'm going to be here. Um, yeah. So we were able to get a lot of support through that and a lot of resources through that. And we've been able to like find people that are, or I've been been able to find people that are like lower classes than mine to be able to like keep it going, which I can't wait to see it get even bigger. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Like, so there's already kind of like things in place that will help it continue even after you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We have like the co-president this year was Maya and she'll be here next year. I think next year there's going to be a co-president and uh, her and a a sophomore. So we're just building the lines up for the future years. Um, And right now we are, um, I don't know if you want to plug this, but (laughs) our our applications are open for uh, like uh, organizers for the QSEX 2022 year. So like, what would the organizers do? Like, how do they get involved? Yeah, so we have an application and we have a bunch of like leadership roles. Uh, We have different committees. Uh, So it would be like the sponsorship committee where you can reach out to uh, potential companies and sponsors uh, to sponsor the event. Or there's a tech team that helps build the website or run the workshops and things like that. We also have a general organizer position that kind of like helps with whatever needs to be done, whether it's Mm -hmm. reaching out to other clubs to try to get participants or um, kind of anything. Yeah, so this year, wasn't Q's Hacks like also like officially sponsored by like, was it like Major League Hacking or something like that? Like the official hackathon organization? Yeah, Major League Hacking. We um, have been applying every year to be like a uh, official sponsored event. And we're usually just a local host event, which means like uh, they can send different resources for us. Um, But this year we were able to be on the MLH website. They send representatives. uh, They help with like swag shipping and a bunch of different things. And honestly, like that's most or like half of the reason why we had uh, like the worldwide participants um, Mm -hmm. and why the event ran so smoothly. It was so nice to have them there. Yeah, and that will probably help in keeping it established and like like a presence on campus. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, we're really excited to have them for an in-person event too. Yeah, no, that'll be exciting, I bet. So I guess like when you um, first like set out to establish QSACs, like did you ever envision it becoming so big, like having like this worldwide participation and sponsorship from Major League Hacking? 
honestly like obviously I like really kind of hoped for it uh but didn't really think it I think when I was a freshman among the five seniors and the five seniors left I felt very worried um (laughs) about like the future of QSACs and I didn't know if I would be able to do such uh but there was uh, a whole team of people that were willing to support QSACs and support me um Mm -hmm. which I think is the reason it got so big but I think that freshman year I never would have expected it no (laughs) yeah yeah, it must be kind of overwhelming the fact that there was like, what, like 350 people this year or something like that? And like only like 50 the first yeah, year. Yeah, and we have like a, there was like 800 people that applied. So we were like, oh, wow. whoa, I don't know like how we're going to do this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, it was a great turnout and we're really excited. And I guess kind of going off of that, like, um, what do you kind of like hope that the future of QSACs is going to look like? Maybe what next year's would look like? Yeah, I'm hoping for a continued partnership with MLH. Um, I think we're kind of talking about, um, because we did enjoy like the worldwide presence at QSEX, we're kind of talking about a hybrid virtual slash in-person uh, hackathon. We're also really mm-hmm. excited about Shine being open 24 hours um, yes. in maybe a change of <laughs> location. Yeah. I think that would be really, really cool. But yeah, I can't wait to see what Maya and Stella do in the future um, and where it goes mm-hmm. from here. And do you think you'll ever like come back to campus to check on what's going on with QSACs? <laughs> I know. Honestly, I would love to. Um, it, wherever I end up company-wise for, for like full-time after graduation, I'm going to be uh-huh. pushing that QSAC sponsorship hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I would love to come back, uh, whether it's as an alum or as a company representative. All right. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It was really cool to like hear about how you basically got QSACs off the ground and how it's got grown so much in the last couple of years. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for tuning in for today's episode of Behind the Monitor. I hope you learned a little something new about technology today. After talking to Caitlin, I'm feeling inspired to participate in next year's QSACs event, and I hope some of you are too. Make sure to follow ITS on Twitter and Instagram at SU underscore ITS to get updates on when new episodes will be released and to learn more about some of the awesome ways that people in the SU community are using technology. And stay tuned for our next episode.